Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall with my guys, Mike Guillory, Robbie Falke, to talk some kicks and touch on some 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 Eminem, some peanut butter Eminem love that we got since the last episode. So what's good, fellas? How you guys doing? Yo, man, I'm doing good. I'm I'm just happy everybody went to get down on this Eminem talk with us. I mean, I polished off a sharing size bag of M&Ms about yesterday. So uh, I'm happy other people connected with that calls, call to action. And um, we'll go through, we're still going to do one a week, but um, I will start mailing M&Ms and stickers out to people. All new reviews will not be M&M tied. That was a one-time promotion. Um <laughs> i'm I'm trying to feel like a subway commercial right now um but yeah man offered was valid through nine nine and um uh thank you for the overflow we had seven reviews since last episode so thank you thank you we're feeling good yeah super dope i mean i I had no idea m&ms would would get people to leave us reviews but Hey, I'll take it. I'm super stoked. <laughs> M&M's united us all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, what uh, What do you guys been rocking? What are you copping this week? Man, I was rocking two shoes just kind of back and forth the last few days, and it was the uh, the red toe questions and then my 2012 or I guess 2011 Concord just kind of back and forth. Um. Yeah, I don't know why, but they just it just felt right. So that's all I've been wearing. Uh, Copping, I don't know. I think it's just such a really hard question. Um, I think I really am looking at some of those kind of the hybrids, those and those what the colorways that are coming out. Those are pretty cool. Um, I've been watching the uh, the bubble, of course, and then all these Jordan thirty four. So I keep seeing all these PE colors are kind of making me come back around to want to buy a pair of 34. So yeah, nothing too crazy. Probably more basketball shoes than anything else just because that's what's kind of right in front of me. So what about you, Robbie? I laughed out loud on mute when he said that there's like nothing that you're really looking at to buy. You're always looking at something. You're looking at like nine, 10 different things. Those are things I tell y'all. Like, I gotta make real life decisions. I can't, can't just go buy all of them. Right? Like, oh, <laughs> my ass. Like, that's gonna be 
What, you showed the foam posit um, court tennis shoes? I was going to bring that up later. But since you had to, had to out me now, I've just had to – look, the same way Nick was saying we have a problem when we start talking about something, you start just digging way too deep, and that's what happened. I got down to like the foam posit tennis hybrid that I don't know if it actually released or not, but it's like 120 bucks because it is actually atrocious but just kind of cool at the same time. Man, I would – that thing's an abomination. That thing, <laughs> that thing bites the Hulk on a comic-to-comic basis. It's so ugly. Um, but, uh, for me, I've actually um, I've been dipping back into the OG to OG Reebok questions. I went to Home Depot, and I felt very clean. This homeless guy asked me if those are Michael Jordans. And I was like, no, nah, they're not Michael Jordans. They're Reeboks. And he was just like convinced I was wrong. But they weren't Michael <laughs> questions. I was like, I was being nice. I was like, no, nah, they're Reeboks. And he's like, no, those are Michael Jordans. I'm like, all right. I was like, well, I'm not going to have a whole long conversation. But like, he was really convinced. He thought they were fresh, though. So either way, it works. I mean, it still looks good. Black and red will forever be Bulls colorways, though. No matter what happens, I don't care if you're the Houston Rockets. I don't care who you are. Black and red with white's always going to be the bulls, or red, black, and white, whatever. It's just it is what it is. Um, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna say the Houston Rockets right now. I don't need you. You ain't gotta say nothing about them. I right? look. You could have said the Trail Blazers. You could say anybody else. Just because you beat us, you yeah. know. <laughs> I just spent five games looking at that Rocket jersey, and I guess the Blazer won before that, so I should have thought of them. But um, when it comes to Coppin, I will be a hundred percent honest with you. I really, really want the Spartan green, a.k.a. Michigan dunk highs and the Michigan State. Flip that around. The Michigan State and the Michigan dunk highs. Um, We have a great group of people on our Discord who I will probably try to call upon to help me get those shoes. But they're so clean, they probably want them too. So maybe you should join our Discord and you might have some people trying to help you out. But those shoes are just so clean. I can't see why people would try to help me out because they look so good. <laughs> another dunk, another L. Let's go. Right? Another D, another L. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. Because It's funny because Mike Mike went down the rabbit hole and ended up with those those Vapor X foam tennis shoes, right? Because it's, it's basically Nike, Nike court, Nike tennis that does all those crazy – uh, colorways like mm-hmm. they do a ton of inspired colorways so they bring back a lot of like classic tennis shoes classic basketball shoes and like time into like you know new performance tennis shoes and i actually really like that so i i actually went down almost the same rabbit hole on ebay uh not that i will actually cop them but i've been looking for quite a while for there was a Rafael Nadal wore a court ballistic that was like a super bright yellow, probably, I don't know, four or five years ago. And I literally went through like all sorts of eBay listings the other, the other day, just like, uh, it's like, I just need to like have parental controls on my eBay time so that I don't do that anymore. But that, that, so that's what I'm, that's what I was looking at copping. I mean, there's other stuff that's coming out that's newer that I like, but 
that's kind of had my attention this week. And then uh, what I rocked, I threw it up in the Discord. I, I actually rocked the since we did the Penny Hardaway episode last last episode. I ended up rocking the uh, the Penny Twos, the black and blue that was uh, the quote Soul Collector colorway, even though it's not part of the Soul Collector set. This one released as a general release later, but definitely one of my favorite penny colorways of all time. Nice. See, I'm not the only one looking for obscure stuff. You just got you get down in a rabbit hole and you just can't get yourself out of it. Right, right. Ah, uh, man. Well, so <laughs> before we get into the the, the episode, we're, we want to talk about some some NBA bubble sneakers because there's been some serious heat for the last few weeks. But well, hold up, we didn't read the review. We just said we. Got I was going to say that. Yeah, I was going to say that. Okay. I was going to say uh, before we get to that, we uh, we got we're going to start with Ant Flow, baby. Pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that, that's not really appropriate, but it's just funny that somebody's name is Ant Flow Baby. Fantastic. Even Flow. Hey, see that? This is good. Showing Robbie's diversity when it comes to music. <laughs> DMX, Snoop, Pearl Jam, got everything going on. God rule. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, as Robbie said, we got a bunch of reviews from everybody this last week. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm just going to read the the first one that we haven't read. Like, as I said, Antflow, baby, big fan, love the crew. Their history on all things kicks is impressive, and I love all the topics they cover. One of the better, if not best, sneaker podcasts out there. Thank you, Antflow. We're, uh, we're, we're trying to live up to those uh, expectations shoot man appreciate y'all coming leaving these comments because it went from hey we're looking for comments and now we're just like just filthy in comments right now just just all they're everywhere so thank you (laughs) went from Gollum looking for the ring to Gollum swimming in rings (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's it is super dope and we definitely appreciate if you got a minute to head over to apple podcast slash itunes whatever you want to call it and leave us a review it's really kind of the only way we're we're able to like expand the, the audience and grow this podcast because it's really the only place that that kind of I guess incentivizes reviews. But um, as Robbie mentioned and, and I mentioned, like if you're interested in chopping it up with us a little bit more, definitely consider joining us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Sneaker History, and you get access to the Discord group. I think the Discord group is super dope. It's it's so good to see. You know, there's. There's not a whole lot of people in there, but that's kind of what I love about it. It's like you, you start to get to know people. And as Robbie said, like people looking out for you and trying to help you with stuff. And there's been a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of folks selling, buying and selling shoes on there, too, lately on the um, with some of the buy, sell trade on the buy, sell trade uh, server or whatever. So join the fun. Come on in. I forgot for like a week, but now I will be back in there again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been tough for me keeping up with, with moving and unpacking and all the stuff that's been going on in my life. But uh, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm finally at least through it. I mean, there's a, there's been a lot of family stuff that's come up in the last five or six days. But I uh, I actually really like having the, I guess, the distraction for lack of a better term to just be able to hop in there and, and chat with folks and, and talk about sneakers without it being 
crazy. So we had a really good share. Um, let's see. Um, Jay Wolfer 73 shared his collection and it's just like cool to see how other people just have their stuff. Cause on, on our last episode, pardon me, two episodes ago, we talked about shoe storage and then here we go with some shoes. So fun stuff like that happened to people. Come on, jump in the pool. Most definitely. And I think too, it's, it's like a lot of people looking out with like when there's deals on stuff. Right. I think that's the, the, the thing that I love seeing is like, it's not like a, it's not like a crazy cook group. I mean, we try to show, show people where the deals are as, as we see them and as everybody in the, in the server sees them. But it's one of those things where people are looking out as opposed to looking at you to make a profit off of you. So I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to throw this to Robbie because it was, this was his idea, but obviously there's plenty to talk about here. What, what is up with the NBA kicks the last, uh, the last few weeks? It's been, I would say a beautiful return to form. It's just for so many years, I was kind of getting like bored of like on court kicks just because we weren't seeing anything that like players were wearing on court in retailers. We weren't seeing the same kind of like excitement towards like Nike basketball stuff as there was like a decade ago. Um, coverage was kind of whack on it. Just like I haven't been feeling it. And this postseason, in particular, this bubble has really allowed us to focus in and narrow narrow down on the footwear. And it's just like some there's not a lot of stuff to do. Like I go on to ESPN and Omar's putting out this like slapping contest all the time, like old white dudes slapping each other in the face. If you've been on the Instagram of Sports Center recently, you know what I'm talking about. So there's like hurting for content. And the shoe content has been supplementing the lack of sport content. And I just think it's dope, man. Every brand really has somebody in the bubble that was marketing something from Kawhi to Kyle Kuzma, LeBron, uh, OG Ananobi wearing Kyrie's. I'm not, pardon me, wearing KD's. Like nobody's wearing KD's anymore. So it's just like cool stuff like that and getting to see all the different flavors in a much more intimate setting. Because it's, it's been more than just P.J. Tucker. It's been a lot of P.J. Tucker still, but there's a lot of other really good stuff. And we'll just go ahead and work our way backwards. Nick, you just posted earlier today um, a Jolly Rancher New Balance like series of stuff, right, coming out between the two of them. Like, talk about that, because I don't like New Balances. I don't like Jolly Rancher because they always get stuck in my teeth. I always try to bite them. You can't do that. <laughs> so, like, I'm not feeling this collab. It's not for Robbie, but it does not mean it's not good. So, like, let's just break it down with Kawhi's new shoe. That's, like, a really good hot topic to start with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically, you know, what you kind of expect, right? Jolly Ranchers being all different, you know, fruit flavors and you know, bright colors. And this, it kind of reminds me, it's like, it's the new balance, the Kawhi, right. But it's, it almost reminds me of like the color palette of the eBay dunks. Right. But then you've got like the Jolly Rancher 
you know, Kawhi Leonard logo on the tongue and just super bright, which, you know, I'm always about, I think I, I haven't had that shoe in hand, so I couldn't say whether or not I like the actual model. Um, but I'm, I definitely like appreciate the, the aesthetics of it and bright colors aside from there being a bunch of patent leather on there. I think, you know, to tell that story of Jolly Ranchers and, you know, the patent leather kind of makes sense, right? The candies have that translucent, you know, and I'm, I'm a sucker for them. They're definitely one of those regular, uh, regular splurges at the, at the grocery store for me, just because I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of Robbie. I'd just rather have all candy. <laughs> if it's sugar, Nick wants it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's a dope. Actually, I haven't. Uh, I don't see too much about the. I guess Kawhi, because it just like the Omnis, it kind of came out and then it was difficult to get in the beginning. So uh, those are pretty cool. I mean, I, I like this one. I, I think the more I look at it, the more I like it more than the Omnis. I know it does have that kind of similarity to the. Uh, to the was it the Dame Four a bit? Just look like it has some similar design cues, but I mean. It looks like a pretty decent shoe. I haven't seen too much on it. I haven't really tried to read too much about it since they're, I can't really get them right now. But um, yeah, I, I like them overall. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah, and this one is, uh, it, it has been difficult to get a lot of the New Balance Kawhi stuff, but this one is an October release, I think, was from what, what I saw oh, earlier okay. today. Okay. So, I mean, still a shot. If you want to give it a shot, we'll we'll post a link when it comes, when it comes around. Um, there hasn't been an official date yet as far as I've seen. See, best part and the only good part in my book is that tongue logo has like the really kind of, I would say, stoned looking fruit, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, why look fruit? <laughs> like this, the look is make those white eyes red and tell me what that looks like. <laughs> uh, it's super funny. Um, so, I mean, like the next shoe is my guy, LeBron James, wearing Mike's shoe, the all star LeBron 7 retro. Like, how cool is that? I know we were complaining, at least I complain a lot, about players not wearing GRs on court. And it totally breaks the illusion for me. Like, it breaks my illusion of being LeBron if I never see LeBron wear the shoe. So, like, Mike, you must have been happy to see your Rockets get the gentleman sweep placed upon them as LeBron wore these shoes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I will say, you, you know the meme that they kept using of Leonardo DiCaprio from, was it Wolf and Wall Street? Oh, no. It, uh, was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he, like, pointed at himself on the TV? And they're using that for the last dance. And each time someone saw their shoe or, you know, the shoe they own Michael Jordan wearing, that was me. I'm like, hey, look, I have those. Then I proceeded to cry as my team just got the beat down. So it was a really weird feeling for me. <laughs> it is kind of cool to see LeBron like wear actually wearing the sevens and, and some of the other retros though. Like I think he's done a really good job of kind of mixing it up and making sure that he's showing the retros on court just as much as, as the new stuff, especially considering he has almost limitless, you know, colorways of his, of a signature shoe. That's a great point because he could he could keep rocking like really fantastic Laker colorways of the seven. Like I'm not mad at those either. Don't get me wrong. He wore like a not only does it the the mismatch pair, but he wore like an all purple with like yellow and this really good looking sevens. 
but just like the seven all-star with the Lakers jersey, it's just like, man, like that's what retros are about in my book. It's like new LeBron wearing old LeBron. Fan, fantastic. I, I, I really wish MJ did it more than just like the Jordan one in Mass Square Garden. I wish Kobe did it more. Like I wish more people were like LeBron. I hope KD does it more at the end of his career. Um, but this really cool stuff. Um, next up is another pain point for Mike. But oh, yeah. Mark, um, you know, his why not sneakers, man. I've loved them. Every single one has been killer throughout that ass whipping the Lakers put on him. He had some <laughs> sweet colorways. He did. I mean, they were getting their butts whipped. He was playing awful, but the shoes look good. Um, there's like a, a concrete pair, like a red bolt, white, black pair. Just those shoes scream Westbrook. And he's coming off an injury. He might not be your favorite player, but man, like I love to see shoes that tie in with their athlete. It's like what makes Barkley so cool and Penny so cool. It's like there's a vibe to them. And Russell Westbrook definitely has encapsulated that. Side note, there's also the Jordan 16 and the Converse Chuck 70 Why Not pack that Russell Westbrook is releasing. Those are a little crazier. I am not sure how I feel about it, but I definitely know I emailed my guy at Converse (laughs) asking about (laughs) (laughs) inquiring. the, the Chuck 70s are fan, like, I love those Chuck 70s. Those are fantastic. I think, again, they're just so crazy and so Westbrook, it works. Those kind of out there, Jeremy Scott esque designs can work on a Chuck Taylor because Chuck Taylors can do anything they want. They're Chucks. Like, they have no limits. Uh, the 16, the shroud, I think if you take the shroud off, it looks really, really good with the shroud. I'm not a fan, but Nick is, and Mike have heard me crap on shrouds many times. So that's, that's no news either. But what are you guys feeling when it comes to Russell Westbrook? The, the, uh, I was actually surprised the one you didn't mention. I don't, he didn't wear it on court, but he was on the sideline when he was injured. But the uh, it was the why not, I think it was the Jordan 3 hybrid, had the uh, Jordan 3 outsole on it. I didn't see those or I didn't pay attention to them. Oh, my God. Dude, I thought they were – it's some kind of, like, concoction that they made up. Uh, it's crazy. It was, like, a black, white, and red uh, upper of the why not. And it was either Jordan 3 or Jordan 4 bottom. I got to find a picture again. But they looked so good. Like, if they come out with a lifestyle model and that was it, easily purchased. I, I There'd be no reason for it not to be. I just found it. I just, yeah. it's a Jordan three and those are insane. I would a hundred percent wear those. I'm not just saying that. That looks, looks really good. so good. Like it looks like that's how it should have been. Like, what was it? The, uh, what was the Don, uh, Don C collab? Like three, one, the three, one twos. This size should have been. Or two, one threes. Or yeah, whatever it was. I don't know. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> I left them at the store, so it didn't matter. Three, one twos. <laughs> But yeah, this is what that should have been. Like, as this is, I think, way more creative and just way more wearable, in my opinion. 
I'm a real pimp player from that two one three group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Musical style. I, mean, I, I I don't dislike this shoe, but I disagree with with it being like a better looking shoe. Like I like this one better than than the three one twos, but I think. I think the Don C's are actually over time going to be a shoe that people really like wish they would have picked up because it really does have a lot of classic elements. It's super wearable. You know, you could, the thing about the, the, the legacy three, one twos is like, you could look at it and whether it's now or 20 or 30 years, you could see that it's a, a, a good looking shoe, right? Mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing about a lot of the why not stuff, I love it because Russell takes it to, you know, the extreme in most every colorway and design that, that he's had. But that also potentially puts you in the place of like totally dating the shoe. And if that style goes completely out for some reason, then nobody ever cares about it. You know, it's kind of like, I think like there's an interesting balance and, and especially since we were talking about LeBron and like, like Robbie said with KD, hopefully he goes back and brings back some of the retros. Like you could, you could, you could imagine certain retros from the KD line in 10, 15 years being really successful. You could also look at some of them and be like, yeah, nobody's really going to care about, you know, the KD, I don't know, maybe even the KD one, the KD two, like the KD seven, like those shoes, they were, they were good at their time, but they were very like foreign era, in my opinion. And I think that's like the one thing about Russell stuff is if it's not, if it's, if it's only on trend right now, that could be huge down the road where it's like, how do you, how do you carry on your legacy if people aren't like clamoring for that same style? You know what I mean? And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I like, yeah, I, no, I, makes like sense. I like the style of that shoe, especially you know the kind of hybrid of the of the Encore and the and the Jordan Three. But um, yeah, hot take. Nah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I, mean, I, I can't I can't fault you for that one. I I think more of me just on personal side likes it better because of the the cut. Because I just didn't me I didn't like the extreme hike of the three one two. Um, I mean, I guess it's the same height as the Jordan one, but it just seemed higher for some reason. But no, nah, it may, it makes sense. The three one two legacy. That's and I spoke about this a couple episodes ago. That's the no when we spoke about pennies. So last episode, go listen to the last episode. But those are the kind of shoes designed for the preteens and like the grade school. Like, there's nothing wrong with that shoe. That's a great looking shoe. It might not be for the guy who collects Jordan 1s, Jordan 5s, and Jordan 3s and doesn't want them all collected into one shoe. And that's okay. But, like, for everybody else who just wants a good-looking pair of Jordans, that's a damn shoe. So in regards to what Nick said about the why not, which is a very valid point, what do you think about the Harden Volume 4? Because we've been seeing, like, Kyle Lowry rocking them, obviously James Harden rocking them. There's tons of flavors out there. Um, I have never really gravitated towards the silhouette. The colorways have been fire, but just the the model itself, I think it looks it's not dated. It's just it's not for me. But ten years this will look dated to what Nick said. So like how do you guys feel about the Harden volume four on some various players? Um 
I kind of have to echo what you said. I, I like some of the colorways, but the shoe itself doesn't like really like like speak to me. Like I would much rather the. I mean, because I just like the shoe better. Of course, is the the collaboration he did with AI. I would rather him put his colorways on something like that and, and playing that. But um, there are a couple colorways of the Harden Volume Four that I think they went to like a sixty seventy dollar price point. Like there's that Lakers colorway. There's the there's like the rivals colorways: the Lakers, the Suns, uh, the Warriors, and there's one more I can't remember. But those actually look really good. And then there's also um, Another, there's a question uh, colorway as well. So it's a red suede, suede to a question collab, our colorway, and it looks just takes the same color blockings, the, the Reebok, and puts it on the, the Harden Volume 4, which I, they really didn't get a lot of uh, a lot of press, but it's not something I would pay full price for. So so do you think – I mean, I I could go either way on, on the Harden 4. I think it's one of those shoes that I would never pay full retail for. Um, there's some really good colorways. And honestly, that, that, uh, I think Kyle Lowry wore a Lakers colorway. Mm -hmm. Super, super dope. I mean that I'm not, you know, I'm not really a Lakers colorway fan, but like (laughs) that, that, like that to me is like the best colorway of the shoe so far, um, with the materials and stuff. But one thing that as, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about, it's interesting with Harden having a bunch of other guys in the league wear his shoes, but I can't remember anybody wearing Westbrook's shoes. Oh, yeah, green, but that's a teammate, so that doesn't count. I don't. I can pick anybody out of the lineup. Just if you just ask me top of my head. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting though, just to to you know to be paying attention to that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, all that stuff kind of is to be determined, but it's interesting. Well, so, I mean, Donovan Mitchell used to wear Damian Lillard's shoes before he had his own. I think Adidas basketball, you're either, especially at that time, well, let's, let's use nowadays. So you're either in a, a G2 retro, um, you're in a Harden, a Dame, or a Donovan, or a D-Rose. There's probably some alpha bounce stuff. But, like, your options are fairly more limited. They're good options, but they're they're more limited for Adidas basketball if you're, like, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Well, especially because you don't have, like, Adidas has only done, you know, a couple of T-Mac retros. Earlier in the season, they did, you know, the, like, T-Mac 2000 stuff, which I think is is similar to, like, Jordan's, right? Like, if you're a Nike guy or a Jordan guy, you have access to all the new stuff but you also have access to like the retro products whether that's a you know some of the the kobe fives that pj tucker's been wearing or you know or you know retro jordan models that seems like most anybody that's you know on the nike roster ends up wearing something at some point uh but yeah it's interesting well they're still trying to figure out their their team shoe really because like you said you have the uh the old school like the was the, the um, not the superstar god, um, like the pro models and stuff. Pro model, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you have the pro model that people still wear, but they're still trying to work out. You know, oh, what do we? You know, what's going to be that quote unquote hyperdunk? They have what they have that, that pro boost mid now is one that they're trying to put out. I don't know if that's the one. It's a mixture of a yeah, light strike foam with a boost dropping. Which if they can get that right, that can be dope. I mean. 
But I think that's why everyone still kind of wears each other's signature because they're still trying to figure out which is going to be that that go-to model because you really don't have that. I mean, the crazy BYW X, I mean, that was – those shoes are – I feel like certain people like it just because they are kind of different fitting compared to most basketball shoes. So that couldn't be their go-to you know, team model. So I think if this, this new one works, this Pro Boost works, I think you're going to see more of those on the court as opposed to people wearing – uh, another Adidas uh, athlete signature. Word. That was yeah, like, I think that's a good point. Yes, exactly. Very, very encompassing. So, yeah. Do you I'm, think? Do you think there's? So, this is another interesting thought, and I know it's a little too deep into the business side of of NBA shoes, but since we're on the topic, do you think that there's even room for team models at this point for any brand when the league is, you know, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's not successful, but it's not near as the, it doesn't have near of the reach that it did, you know, with, without the, you know, coronavirus stuff. It seems like there's less interest as a whole in basketball, you know, take away the fact that it's the playoffs. And right now, like we're all paying attention to it, but like, you know, You'd have to be like basketball fans in general. I feel like it took a little warming up to the idea of the bubble and, and the game coming back. Also because it's it's a weird time of the year for basketball comparatively. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't think there's a point for team model shoes because I mean, and we're taking we're just talking about NBA, right? We're not talking about like any kind of schools. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand there's gotta be like an eighty dollar price point shoe. But nobody in the NBA is wearing that $80 price point shoe anymore. So no. let's say, you know, uh, like I, t- I agree with you with Adidas, if they get that combination cushioning right, that's that's something to pay attention to. But yeah. then I think of like even on the Nike side or like with New Balance, right? Like let's say New Balance wanted to come up on a couple new players or you look at Puma. They've got they've got like a, a mix of guys that they could, you know, they can get a little bit of energy, but like. When you have, you know, the ability to create a new shoe for LeBron and KD and Kyrie and, you know, down the line, every game, plus in between, you're going to throw something on his feet in the hallway. He's going to carry a pair in like there's so much pushing of all these special shoes. Your team shoes just seem to be like pointless at this point. Yeah. For the NBA. No, I, I hear what you're saying. That makes perfect sense because you're right. They're out here pushing Hey, I want you to see what LeBron's got on foot right now. I want you to see what you know KD's rocking. Uh, even Kawhi's shoe, they kind of even though that's, that was their kind of you can call it a team shoe, but they pushed it like a signature while they secretly made his actual sig. So people, it's all about name attachment now because I don't know if it's just players are even more visible than they used to be. That do you have to have a name behind a shoe for someone to buy it? I mean, you're struggling right now to sell. You know, the latest KD, the PG, like you're already struggling to sell a signature with the superstar's name attached to it. So I think you're right. At this point, what's the point of having just someone carrying around a hyperdunk unless it's a classic? Unless you're a retro and Aston Martin or something, there's no point of even doing that because you're going to be kind of uh, cannibalizing yourselves at that point because you're like, oh, look, here's this, here's this $80 price point, which is perfect for that person, you know, just want to play ball. But they want the person going in like, hey, we're going to go ahead and let's push this $250 model. Let's get that quote-unquote sneakerhead buy-in. The $80 shoes are going to sell themselves. 
at like Dick's or Academy or whatever it is. Yeah. I want to see him still because I, I like, like I love Hyperdunks. I love Alpha Dunks, like the adapt stuff, the BB. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I definitely am not saying I don't like them. I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, I think of like even like if we step down to like college ball, right? Like, you know, let's say Duke, North Carolina, those teams. Yeah, like they're playing in a bunch of PEs anyway. It's almost like who who's the you know who's the one that's going to be you know who are the teams or the people that are marketing like the kind of the the more like entry not even entry level but like just the more affordable shoes right let's say hundred dollars and under shoes because every signature shoe at this point seems to be you know in the 120 range mm-hmm. but i don't know it's just an interesting thing to think about very true so next up here i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up fred van fleet and what he's been doing with and one and the attack 2.0 that shoe is again not for me but there's nothing wrong with that shoe the colorways are cool the storytelling on it's really nice. Some of them say bet on yourself and the other ones that say Freddie on the back. I mean, nobody thought Fred Van Fleet was going to like be a starting point guard I mean, or a starting guard for a championship team of multiple years. Like, it's just like the, the, the storytelling and this, everything about that shoe ties in very well, kind of the same way. I thought Matthew Delvadova's Delhi One with Peak was actually a good-looking shoe. I think this was a good-looking shoe. Like, I don't want either one of them, but like, there's nothing wrong with them, and I, I respect what they're doing. You guys uh, noticed what Fred Van Fleet wore by any chance? Yeah, I caught glimpses of them, and I saw that this this and one's actually going to be for sale now. Cause I guess they previewed these what about something? I guess playoffs last year, and they were very limited. I guess they're still trying to. I guess test them out with the market and I, I don't know the reason but i saw a lot of like real guys up there playing basketball a lot of outdoor guys really excited about the shoe coming out so again i respect it like you robbie i probably won't be looking to get my hands on them but it's really cool to see them uh and wanting the limelight again like you said a really prominent team coming off championships so they're getting a lot of eyes on them so good for them and i like to see what they can keep pushing out of that yeah, I mean, I think that's just super dope because it's really kind of truly like an underdog of the sneaker game, right? Like, and one has struggled to really get back on their feet repeatedly. They've had, you know, new people come in, new investors, new energy. And, you know, depending on how long they kind of keep the, the Tai Chi and some of those other popular retro models off the market, they can always come back and sell more. But to create a new performance model, it's a big risk, but I think, you know, to get, you know, they've done a really good job with, with Fred to like, actually like get back to, I think, creating really good colorways, which, uh, you know, shameless plug. I wrote a story on, on the and one Tai Chi on sneaker history years ago. And I just basically went and found, you know, a bunch of the, the colorways that they did of the Tai Chi that never got any love because, you know, I like finding those interesting storylines and those interesting colorways that, that people just forget about or, or never get to see. And I think, and one's doing a good job of that right now, which hopefully gets more people interested because I, you know, the more competition, the better always. 
Competition is a good thing. Cannot deny that. So, I mean, like, speaking of competition, um, there's some award winners that had some pretty good-looking shoes. So Giannis with the Freak 1 and, uh, pardon me, the Freak 2 and a whole bunch of different colorways, PEs. Um, there's some good stuff. And then Montrez Harrell winning Sixth Man of the Year. Um, he wore some really, really good Breonna Taylor um, cu- custom questions. He had the the minion questions on. Just it's good to see some dude out there repping Reebok. Um, if you had a choice, nah, I can't. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna say, who would you rather have, Johannes or Montrez Harold? Uh, <laughs> I just stopped myself. I just paused. I thought, dude, I thought your mic went out or something. <laughs> No, nah, it's like, don't even finish that sentence. That's stupid. <laughs> but I did anyway. Here we are. So um, this bow shoe's good. I mean, the Minions look is definitely for the children. Definitely, if you're that fun dad, these are going to be the shoes for you. Um, and the Greek Freak 2, uh, this not my particular cup of tea. But uh, again, I don't mind what they're doing there. You guys have any quick thoughts on either one of those shoes? Just call me Fun Dad because, first of all, Despicable Me is one of my favorite cartoon movies ever. And as soon as I saw those, I was like, "Those have a there's there's a place on my uh, my mantle for those those guru questions." Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Despicable Me is, is just too good, too good. Yeah, Nick, when he said that about how much you love Minions, I was like, "Oh, I, I did not know that about you." That's fine. Yeah. I, Dude, I I swear, like, there's so many just random things that I I'll like pull quotes from minions just to make myself laugh. Like, <laughs> Cam and I will just be like talking about normal stuff, and then something will pop into my head, and I'll just blurt it out. Like, you know, it's just it's it's one of those it's one of those movies that totally just hit home. I think too because I picture like hanging out with my nephews and like you know them cracking up at it, and you know that just makes it that much better true so i mean these shoes make me feel better so we brought up katie a little bit pascal sialcom looks like he literally goes to nike town or the outlet and it's like buys a pair of kds before the game <laughs> but like dudes out here rocking it was, it was an easy money sniper colorway i didn't even know this shoe came out but there's like flowers and it says love and there's smileys on it they make me very happy like, I legitimately like that shoe, um, but nobody wears KD except for little baby KD who can't shoot. So it's like, who that dude needs to come back and start playing basketball. He as in Kevin Durant because Pascal can't be the only guy out here rocking KD 13s. Yeah, those uh, yeah, I'm looking at those right now on sneakers. They actually they haven't come out yet. They come out on 24th. Uh-huh. So uh, he got a little early early peek at him. Um, I can't, you know what? The crazy part is, I know we talked about these when they came out originally, and I know we pretty much we we kind of harped on that one that hype colorway with like the chains and butterflies on it, and just kind of you know talked to our trash. But the more I looked at the shoe itself, the more I keep hearing about the tech. I, I'm really interested to try them out. Uh, and this easy money uh, sniper colorway is pretty cool. It's pretty out there. Um, without trying to be too much. I mean, I know it's a lot of all over print, but it's not, it doesn't hit me the same way that that first colorway did. So I'd be really interested to try them out. I really want to see what that zoom strobe feels like. Um, 
and they're pretty much on sale a lot of places just because, I mean, I think a lot of stores are just trying to get rid of stock of things. So maybe in the future I have a bear. I mean, I would for sure take this colorway. I think it's like super like Grateful Dead era kind of like, you know, hippie. You make the resellers come want it. You say Grateful Dead, shush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hilarious that that's a thing now, but um, I'm not like a crazy, you know, I'm, it's the same for me. I'm interested, just, I'm curious about the shoe. A lot of the colorways are like, eh, whatever, eventually they'll get to a point where I'll get them. But this is actually a colorway that I think is, I think it already released in the UK too, if I remember right. It was like either oh, okay. this week or last week. But I mean, I don't see it selling in the United States anyway. I just don't think that it's like Katie just doesn't get the love that, that all the other guys get. And there's no hype around a lot of his shoes in my opinion. But I don't know. I, I, I would totally rock this shoe. Like I could see you know, rocking in this, this is just a conversation piece, right? You went went Grateful Dead. Um, My weird fact about me is that I used to watch the Brady Bunch all the time on VHS at my grandma's house. So I love the Brady Bunch and this is giving me Brady Bunch vibes. (laughs) Awesome. Nice. It was was, uh, Golden Girls for me when I was at my grandparents' house. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Golden Girls was me as an adult. <laughs> 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so, all right. Next up here, um, we have to touch briefly on Nick's favorite player, Chris Paul. And, um, <laughs> and for as much as he loves Chris Paul, you cannot hate the CP12 and all these historically black college and university colorways. I mean, he hit a different, like, I felt like two schools a night almost. Dude was out here putting in work. And whoever was commissioned to make those shoes on such a quick clip did a great job. So, I mean, like, I'm not an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Chris Paul's cool in my book. I don't mind him. But just, like, you got to respect the kicks. Like, damn. Yeah. That was cool. Like, I think I'm, I respect what he did, and I respect, like, the, the customizer because that was – he was turning them around every other day because they played every other day, and it was a new one on his foot. So – I mean, kudos to him that uh, maybe brought him to the bubble or his UPS account is just popping, but it was insane. I mean, he, he did good. I mean, I, I like the fact that he just shined a light on these schools. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I can say about it. I mean, good on him. Yeah, I mean, I got. I, I mean, I can't not give him props, right? This was just a, this was a good move. The shoes looked dope. However, he was able to pull that off and get. Like, like Robbie said, it seemed like it was a, like multiple pairs every night. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do when you know you're not going to win. So you got to you got to double, triple up to get all those colorways out there. When you're dang, he, dang, he, he got a little jab in there still. He's like, man. Sometimes you got to punch somebody in the dick, you know. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was super dope. It's it's. So I have to say, like, the early Chris Paul shoes uh, – so my, my like, dislike of Chris Paul has come later in his career. When he was early in the league, like, I was a big fan. I actually bought – I probably got one through seven or eight. Like, I always bought a Chris Paul shoe because I just – I thought the designs were good. They were dope to play in. But I, I just – I feel like the design of his shoes has kind of fallen off, too. It, this is something that might actually bring some energy back to his signature model, but 
I don't know, man. I just, I, I just don't vibe with his vibe. And that's okay. I totally agree on the old Chris Paul stuff. I had, I think three, four, five, six, and seven. I had a lot of Chris Paul. You can find those at Norseman's Rack back in the day. Um, so I definitely bought some Chris Pauls. So we'll we'll come back around to Jordan. We'll kind of finish up on Jordan Brand towards the end of the episode. But next up is the um, Converse All Star BB Evo, but worn by Shy SGA Gilgris Alexander. Dude does have flavors and. That shoe is beautiful, but just what he had on court, like seeing him next to Chris Paul wearing all these crazy kicks, just like that's the kind of stuff I was happy about and the kind of things Nick was talking about in terms of like is having more people competing. Like if Converse is competitive in basketball shoes and New Balance is competitive in basketball shoes and people are wearing Reebok on the court, like – that's dope. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But every Converse colorway SGA was rocking was just absolute fire in my book. I don't know if you saw them all or saw some of them, but bangers. Oh, yeah. No, definitely uh, definitely saw those. And I still want a pair of them. Um, I mean, Robbie, help your boy out. Let's get, 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 some, uh, get some sneaker history ones for uh, – for me and Nick, we'll go ahead and uh, right. You know, I'm just saying. No, <laughs> but <laughs> now they look really good. Uh, how you, I haven't got to put a pair on. I know you have a, a pair or two. How do you how do you like them? Like the, the comfort because it's React dropping soles, isn't it? It is. Um, very short story. They do not feel like Kobe eights for as much as people want to say they're like the Kobe eight. Mm-hmm. Not. Um, they don't feel anything like that shoe. Um, they fit very true to size. Like if you sometimes go a half size up, do not do it. Get your traditional shoe size. But just like even the two colorways I ended up getting, it's like they're fire. Like just like they look good. And like the Jolly Rancher Kawhi, like I don't like that shoe, but it looks good. Like at the end of the day, the more good looking and beautiful things in the world, the better. So um, we'll kind of, we'll fall back from Converse. We'll come back to them probably sometime next year because all of their main athletes have been eliminated. Um, Mike here with Puma, I think they're going to go pretty far as long as Mr. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. When, when Kyle Kuzma plays poorly, I say Kyle, like in a demeaning way. Like his name is Kyle. <laughs> He's not playing very well. He's like a teacher? He's like Kyle? Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> classroom. Uh, but man he is out here repping and he has the very pretty nintendo mario joints that mike ended up getting just everything's dope i like you i i can't wait to actually get to play basketball with them um they they you do so they they mix their running foam and then their basketball foam in this one so so you get a you get more of a uh a flow I guess in, in transition from heel to toe, but man, it's just a, like a beautiful looking shoe. It's put together so well. You can wear it casually. Uh, you can wear it on the court. And this one, besides a bit of a weight difference, I will say this one does feel like putting on a pair of Kobe eights. Uh, I say it's a smidget heavier, but there are a lot of similarities between the two pairs when it comes just to what they feel. And I, and uh, I'm going to assume the traction is pretty, you know, 
grippy on this one as well, but I'm really, really excited to actually be able to play basketball on these, hopefully within the next six months. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't got to check out any of the Puma stuff yet, but for sure, I think they look super dope. I, Nick and I are Puma Puma virgins, so <laughs> someday we will we will have an RS streamer. But when that time comes, I'll be very happy. So we're kind of just going to wrap up here on Jordan Brand because there's a lot going on here, unless. There's something else. Actually, I got one more. Yeah, go ahead. So I can't can't leave without talking about Devin Booker's orange and white Kobe 5 Pro Tro. That thing is just super clean. If they release that bad boy, I mean, it's going to sell out, but I would try harder than any other thing I've tried for as of late. Word. I, I mean, I think I think if you talk about that one, you got to throw out uh, PJ, the, the black was it black, white, and pink Kobe five that PJ Tucker wore? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. Almost look like it reminds me of like a, the kid robot Air Max One for some exactly. reason. I was, yep. Yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw, like, dude, that's Air Max One. Yeah, if that if that releases, I'm I'm definitely. I mean, I'm definitely taking a hard L. <laughs> the optimism is all there. Yeah, I don't. I don't even like pretend it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Nah, they're lost. So, <laughs> Nick, any thoughts before we go into Jordan Land? No, let's do it. So, I mean, we kind of gotta. We'll just we'll just go through an evolution. So, the Jordan Thirty Four. I mean, as Mike said earlier, so many colorways and PEs on the court where if you don't notice that shoe, you're blind. Like Kemba has been rocking some really bright stuff. But Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, when it comes to themed basketball shoes, is the new undisputed champion of themed PEs. From like the taco joints to other tacos. He has so many taco shoes. Lots of tacos. Yeah, man. And I love tacos too, man. I'm not mad about it. He, he needs to get some variants hot sauce is what he needs. He does need to get go. But I mean, like, Mike Conley Jr. has some insane fucking, like, black, orange, and red, yellow, kind of like um, Utah Jazz sunset joint going on. Um, Jason Tatum, though, just, like, at least five different taco. Dude, the purple taco times are my personal favorites. I don't have a favorite. I want them all. <laughs> they're all just freaking insane man like um there was also uh carmelo anthony had a pair of 34s with caution tape on them they were like black and it said caution written all over them those were insane um just like the 34 if you haven't bought a pair yet go get one you can get them on discount right now that shoe is a phenomenal feeling shoe but if they just released some of these like we got some of the Jason Tatum joints. We got some of the Bayou Boy stuff from Zion. I want more Carmelo Anthony Blazer PEs. I want these taco joints. I want anything but Celtics. Like, as long as there's no Celtic affiliation, I'm with it. Um, they can just be like bright ass. So Luca, Luca wore a pair of um, 34 lows and these like bright neon green, like ghost green. And those were insane. They're not Celtic green, so I can wear them. But, like, God, there's so many colorways of 34s. 
Yeah, Kimba's like big volts or electric green ones, whatever they are. That's the ones that stood out to me the most. I'm like, these things are just screaming at me from the court. I got to have a pair. I think I, – I can't remember. I think it was Carmelo. There was like a, a, a like kind of like translucent pink colorway. Oh, I didn't see that one. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Carmelo that had it. It was after he wore the, the caution tape ones. That's probably my favorite. It was like black with like a, like kind of like pink, white and pink. I don't know. There, there has just been so many of them. I mean, I, I and as Robbie said, I, I would co-sign. That shoe was super dope. Um, for me, it runs a little bit narrow, but it's super comfortable. It, it, it's just I just really like that shoe. I honestly like. I mean, we're probably going to get into the thirty-five a little bit since we've seen it now. But like, I can't. The 35 doesn't even compare for me to the 34 in terms of the aesthetics. I, I can see that. I can, I can see where you're coming from with that. The 35, I mean, in the week I've now had to look at it, it has grown on me 100% in a week. I don't love it yet, but seeing it in action, I am now a fan. At first, I was not. Now I am. I'm, I'm not, I don't love it yet. But like the tongue works, that kind of 34 inspired midsole area with it, the iridescent kind of retooling of the the netting or mesh with it. It's just I got to see more colorways. Dude, the colorway I like the best, I don't care if it even is like a real fragment colorway or not because it just came out good was that. It is the one they keep saying is going to be that white, blue, and black fragment collaboration, but it just looks just clean. It's simple. Um, it really accents the design of the shoe. It's not doing too much. Like the, that whole iridescent pair almost reminds me of a, a Bel Air style of the Bel Air 5 a little bit. So I didn't like that one too much, but the simple colorways they're coming out with, like the looks like just a black white and red like that just looks for this particular shoe looks solid because you have all these other little details like the like you said the netting on the side the the jordan 5 ankle and tongue area like there's so much to it i like it a lot i don't know i'm really surprised i like it as much as i do but i don't know man i, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it hopefully we can get some some dope pe's coming out from you know tatum and zion and i think we have one more person uh, luca Nothing else, Nick. You don't. You, there's not one thing you like about this shoe. What? else? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I, I. It has grown on me a little bit, but for the most part, it just it just has too much going on. I think so. Maybe if there's like toned down colorways or something. I don't know. There'll there'll have to be something that like is like wow. That's that's what's gonna make me want it, right? Because. I, I agree. I think the tongue lo- looks like it sits right. The midsole, the cushioning, you know, 34. But then like at the end of the day, I'm not going to choose the 35 over the 34 if it's just that. Right. And then, I, I mean, I still can't not see the Shaq Gnosis and that whole like vibe <laughs> when I look at it. So maybe if there's more colorways that kind of erase that look to it. Um, but I do like that colorway that, that, that first colorway, uh, Jeff I don't know Green. What it, yeah, the one that Jeff Green wore that was like, you know, gray and purple and black. 
pink, whatever. Miller colorway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only one I don't like. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It just, just like you said, the shoe has a lot already. That's I like the basic colors on this one because there's so many design features on it that I feel like too many colors just kind of overcomplicates the shoe. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope that more colorways come out that give me a little bit. I don't know. Give me some more hope with it, but so here's here's where I want to end with it because we're almost out of time. It's going to be the last shoe we talk about. You guys don't feel like there's a place for team basketball shoes, but Jordan Brand has done quite the contrary with Luca and Jimmy Butler. I know Jimmy Butler isn't like maybe on contract anymore or in contract anymore, but he's still wearing the diamond lows and Luca is an MVP candidate wearing that shoe. Those are team GR shoes. Like with some of the biggest, most standout players in the league wearing them. And mm-hmm. they're colors too. So it's just like shout out to Jimmy Butler for upsetting the Bucks. Like that dude's a dog. And I think we we undervalue effort. Like it's, especially in today's NBA, like shooting is just so sexy. And I hate on PJ Tucker, but dude has effort and honest work ethic. And that's what Jimmy Butler has. Just he's more talented than there's people more talented than Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler just works harder than they do. So it's like this diamond. I mean, just from me enjoying what Jimmy does, I'm kind of inclined to go pick up a pair of diamond lows. And the way I've been seeing Luca ball, I am inspired to buy some Jumpman diamond lows. It's just like, yeah. Huh. GR shoes worn by two of the best players in the league. Huh. Interesting. Like it works. Yeah, for sure. I think if, if I was in a place where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to play more basketball, which I'm, I'm not. looks like I would definitely consider it because I mean, if it's good enough for two legit superstars, I, I can't even pay, you know, play at it like a, a, a a minuscule level that they play. So I'm sure that they would be okay for me. So um, I think it's cool. The fact that they're, I mean, Luca's on the Jordan contract. He's really displaying that. Um, I wonder if it's, I wonder if 34 just doesn't work for him. Cause he doesn't really wear it that often. And Jimmy, I mean, he just wants something that's going to go ahead and put you in the ground. He's like, I don't care what I wear. He's going to, I'm going to take you out if I have to wear boots. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a great point. I mean, you know, it's just, it, maybe maybe Jordan Brand is just scooping up all that you know opportunity right now, and you know, and that's why. But I also think you know we could get into it in another episode. But Luca's got to get his own shoe, right? You hope so because he has. A, I think uh, I don't know if we even said anything about it, but I know Zion's supposed to get his next year. I listened to a couple other people talk about it, and it made perfect sense. That I think Luca should have got one first because he has a bigger market than Zion does. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I think that Zion is is a superstar. I think that Luca already has like just a crazy following, and I, I could I could see going either way if you had to choose between one or one or the other to get a signature shoe first. Yeah. But to me, there's more money 
in the fan base of Luca fans, you know, buying a shoe because he's he's not like, you know, this crazy physical specimen of like unbelievable, you know, with unbelievable talent. Right. Like mm-hmm. Zion is is still like unrealistic to look up to in a lot of ways for a lot of people, a lot of kids. But, you know, that could change, too. I mean, he's he's out, they're both obviously like just the future of the NBA. So I hope that both of them, you know, have lengthy, you know, successful signature sneaker lines in the future. For sure. Yeah. Only wish the best for those guys because they're out there. They're the new faces of the NBA. It's their time to shine, man. I would say Luca has to get one. I'm sure yeah. he will. I don't see why he wouldn't, honestly. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, let us know what you guys think. You know, thanks for rocking with us, sticking with us through the hour of this, this episode. Uh, definitely let me know. Let us know what you think about Luca, Zion, all the NBA kicks, you know, within the bubble. This playoff season, it's been, uh, it's been interesting to see it all. And I'm just, I mean... I'm excited that it's still that they were still able to make it all happen and keep things moving because obviously it was delayed and all that stuff. But it's just so dope to to kind of see as much as there's not let's see. How do I put this politically correctly? <laughs> as much as, you know, the the most of the media that, you know, talks about sneakers says that basketball doesn't matter. It really does. Like basketball drives so much conversation around sneakers and you know without the nba there's a big missing piece so anyway appreciate all of you rocking with us uh my name is nick ingvall you can follow me at nick ingvall on all the platforms more importantly just follow sneaker history and guys let them know how they can find you yeah you can find me of course at sneaker history as well Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. And of course, at Mike Guillory on YouTube, where you guys have gotten me up to 200 plus subscribers so far. So appreciate y'all for rocking with us. That's so dope, man. Uh, you can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. But uh, we appreciate all of you and we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you. Bye. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. 
And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.